What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast, Season 5, Episode 3. Uh, today, we're actually going to be talking about something pretty fun, actually. It's called The Power of Compromise. That's yes. coming up. Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Perfectly Blended Podcast. This podcast is for blended families, for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future. Perfectly Blended exists to break the stigma of divorce, drop the shame and guilt holding you back, and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive. We believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up? What is up? Welcome, our friendly, fun family full of... I don't know what else would be an F in there. I was trying to get it all out. <laughs> Freaks! I don't know. Like What else other F could have been? So, today, we're going to talk about the power of compromise. But first, let's turn to my beautiful wife. Do you have anything going on, my love? Do you need me to? Always. So you can share? Always. Share the stuff? You're supposed to make it sound natural. <laughs> like he calls me to the carpet a lot. That's not, that's not that's natural old lady languages right there <laughs> that's not natural need to get her an old lady sweater yeah i do have something that i would like to talk about so josh and i were talking about we you know our podcast used to be called couple on fire which i love that name a lot yep. and i didn't tell him i was going to talk about this so he may <laughs> not even want me to talk about this i'm gonna hit mute and we changed to perfectly blended so everyone would know that it's geared more towards, you know, blended families. Yep. I That's want what we did. I we were talking about switching it back to either couple on fire or marriage on fire. Ooh. Because I just like it better. I like it better than perfectly blended. We do an event once a year. Obviously, yep. last year was our first year. Yeah, so this year, we're booking, you know, getting the date nailed down and the worship band and all of that for when it's going to be this year. And so our events are always going to be called Perfectly Blended Events. But the name of our podcast, I don't know. Should we change it? I just don't know if I like the Let name of the know. podcast being Perfectly Blended. I really liked Couple on Fire. Should we change it? Like a lot. Couple, so on, fire. Couple on Fire was fun. I like that. I know. It and really, I came up with it. It really spoke to us, too. So... And we have a brand new coaching program that are coming out too that we're really considering on naming it Marriage on Fire. Yeah. Because it's directly for married couples. So, uh, you know, it's something that we're thinking about. So, if you're here right now. We got lots of thoughts. We do. That's all we do is think. <laughs> that's it. That's all we do. Uh, if you're here right now and you could, please do us a favor and hit the share button. Mm -hmm. That's so nice. It's so helpful for us. We do appreciate it. I'm not going to like my own comment. Okay, so let's get, dive in today. This yeah. is going to be a fun one, right? Because I was just telling Christy earlier today, like we were talking about this. It's really funny. So if you Google like compromise in marriage, it's like all the articles that pretty much are at the top of Google searches right now are all about why compromise in a marriage is a bad thing. Ooh. And so, I, right? So people are always attracted to like the bad part of stuff. Like I think that's just a natural thing. It's our sin nature. Yeah, it is our sin nature. And we're just attracted to that. Like, ooh, yeah, I don't want to compromise. So I want to read this article about why it's bad for my marriage. And if you read the articles, like it really just plays on certain things. You know, it's it's like, you know, compromise is bad because it means that one person's always getting their way. Well, that's not really compromise then, you know? So it's just a big play on that. So we thought that it would be really awesome for us to really talk about uh, the power of compromise. Compromise has been a major part of our relationship, and I think it's been a staple thing of really why we thrive. 
Mm-hmm. Would you because, agree? Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. We because... compromise by letting Christy have everything she wants, and it works out really well. Oh my gosh. She gets everything. If you're listening to the audio of this later on, that is not true. You should have seen my face. <laughs> she was nodding yes. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, Josh and I actually have been talking about this a lot lately because I our relationship could be very volatile if we both didn't want it to, because I am a very stubborn and opinionated person. And Josh is a very stubborn opinionated person and so it we both want our relationship to succeed as a whole and the more that you know in a marriage you work against each other or forget that you guys are on the same team it actually is a lose for everyone you know it's a loss for the kids it's a loss for the marriage it's a win for satan that's who it's a win for there you go uh, it's a loss for you. And a lot of it is when we want to dig our heels in and say, no, I'm not bending on this. It's, I mean, I'm going to use a stupid example. Okay. So I will, I will, this is a compromise. And, but if you talk to each of us, we're not bitter about it, but we'll, we'll let you know how we would actually like it. The temperature in our house. Okay. So the temperature in our house, we compromise at 68, 69 degrees. Josh would like it at like 65 degrees or three, whatever. I would like it at like 71, 72 degrees. So to compromise, we're both miserable. (laughs) That's, that's an honest truth right there. He, I am freezing cold all the time and I'm sweating right now and he is sweating hot all the time. And so, but it was a compromise. I know that is a small, small compromise in the grand scheme of things. But I'm like, that is something that it's a constant compromise that we are constantly talking about in this house because I'm walking around all the time like it's cold in here. And he's like, it's hot in here. You know, so. It's it's OK. That may be small, but I think the small things are the ones that are the big things. I think that is true. I think if you talk to people about the temperature of their car or the temperature of their home, like spouses have a real problem with those things, like <laughs> real problem with those things. But like a simple compromise with us is that and we've talked about it on previous episodes where uh, Christy, uh, okay. So the bathroom garbage gets full, right? And nobody ever changes the bathroom garbage. Well, Christy just takes care of the bathroom garbage. We don't really talk about it. It's just a compromise of things, right? Like we never had to really talk about it. Does she complain about it and say it's unfair and I shouldn't have to do that? No, I noticed that she does that and she never has to take out the kitchen garbage ever. Mm -hmm. And so it's just these weird types of things that we always make sure to kind of find a balance within our relationship in compromise. And instead of complaining at each other, like you never do this, you never do that. Uh, there's no value in that. So we find other ways to compliment each other in compromise. So mm-hmm. the, the things we're going to talk about today is about why compromise is powerful, you know, and the yeah. reasons why compromise is important for your marriage. So let's just dive right into number uno. 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 Well, ultimately compromise, it's the will of God. It is. It's like a circle. (laughs) So, so God, you know, said women, you know, be submissive to your husbands, but then also basically said husbands be submissive to your wives. So, but, but he said, technically women be submissive to husbands, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. That is a very, very important point. Like everyone usually wants to hammer home and talk about the submissive part because it makes men feel like, yeah, submit to me. 
you know, and it makes women feel like I will submit to no one. Right. So that's like the the key word, the catch, the sticky word in that in that whole thing. And the thing about it is, is no one talks about men. You are to love your wives as Christ loved the church because it's nice for love, love, love. Mm. But Christ died for the church. He sacrificed himself. He was humble. He never talked back. He never defended himself. He submitted himself to be sacrificed Mm. and died. And that is how men are to love their wives sacrificially to that point. So then women feel like I want to follow you type of thing. And so it is the will of God for you and your spouse to be like a yin yin and yang. I don't know if it's sinful that I use yin and yang, you know, in the same stuff as I have no idea because I don't know what that symbol actually means or where it came from. So I'm sorry if it offends anybody, but it's like yin and yang, you know, like it's you, you guys balance each other out and God wants you to work together And any, if anyone has a job, if anyone has a friendship, if anyone has a family or a relationship that is successful or a team at work that's successful, it is always give and take always. Mm. And God knows more than we know. I mean, everything is laid out in the Bible. And if we could just follow it a hundred percent of the time, which we can't cause we're dumb, right? it would work. And he wants us to work together. That's technically what compromising means is be humble, have some humility when it comes to things, and work together. I mean, I am sure he sits up in heaven so many times and looks down at Josh and I when we're having some stupid arguments sometimes about stupid stuff, and he is like shaking his head. dumb sheep. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you would just... That's where we get convicted, right? Josh is probably getting convicted at that time, like, if I would just... Hi, Tracy! If I would just bend a little bit and give a little bit and if, and then I start being convicted, like, okay. And sometimes, you know, when we really dig in our heels in, you know, I'll be getting convicted, like Christy, you really need to. And I'm like, no, I am going to be mad yeah. right now. You know, and it's a little argument then between you and the Holy Spirit, like inside. And meanwhile, your spouse is probably having that same argument inside themselves. Yeah, I think so. I think just like what Christy said, though, the will of God, it's, you know, husbands are supposed to love our wives sacrificially, uh, like Jesus loved the church, right? Well, the thing is about the church, church didn't always love Jesus back. I mean, that's, it just didn't always happen that way. We don't always love God back the way that he deserves to be loved. And so there is major compromise that comes with that. And we have to understand that, like, there may be a season of time where I pour into my wife and she does nothing in return for me. And that is part of the compromise. It may be, and it's vice versa. And that's the way that it works. But the thing is, but if we weren't willing to compromise and say, you know what? Like it's, I want to make sure that I win the battle for us and not for myself. And I, that, you know, we'll get more into that, the point too, but we have to understand like compromise is such a key portion of it. And it's not about, Uh, sacrificing yourself, even though it is sacrificing yourself. A lot of times people are like, I don't want to lose who I am. Well, that's silly. Nobody that you're with should ask you to lose who you are. And if they are, you guys are having the improper kind of conversations about what your relationship should even look like. And that's a whole different issue. Compromise isn't the problem. You know, we have to understand that God's will for us is for us to bow down to him and trust in him and follow his will in our lives. And that requires us to compromise with our spouse. Well, it gets kind of gray, right? Like people are like, oh, if you compromise, they're asking you to change who you are. The temperature of the home is not who I am. That's what I'm saying. The yes. gar- yeah, That's what I, like, yeah. yeah like yeah. if, 
if taken the garbage out that the bathroom garbage out, that being my responsibility, that's not changing who I am. It's, it's, they want to use that as a cop out. It's like, you know, people that say only God can judge me. Mm, that's actually not true. So it's, compromising is actually what takes a relationship to be successful. If you're never, if you have the stance, I'm never going to compromise on anything ever that mm -hmm. I want. It's not going to work. Well, there's balance in all of it. Just like you said, maybe there's a gray area. There's balance in all things. A lot of times you hear women say, I'm sick and tired of picking up my husband's crap, right? His junk is everywhere. His clothes, he can't put it in the hamper. What's the hamper? It's not the that compromise. That's the problem. What's that? It's the clothes that the, I hear the, from most people. Yeah, so clothes in the right, so clothes in the hamper. But the, the point is, is it's it's not about that. It's there's a bigger underlining issue, right? Your husband, if it's the guy that's doing it, which normally is, I don't do that, but I don't want to do that either. And I think that is a bigger issue that's at hand, not compromise. Yeah. So it's a different type of comp, uh, conversation. That's that's not about compromise. About like, well, I just have to accept it, and I just have to shut my mouth and do this. No, that's not compromise. Compromise is like she said, I want it 63 or 65. She wants it 70 or 811 degrees in the house. And we compromise at a, at a temperature that neither one of us are satisfied with. But we're, we're happy because it's the best solution for us. It's I'm a, happy because I'm not happy and he's not happy too. Yeah, she's more happy because I'm not happy. <laughs> I have to walk around with no clothes on when she's walking around with like nine blankets on. Like it's a, it's a weird compromise, but that's the point, right? So we have to understand the that, will that ultimately it's the will of God. All right, moving on. Number dos. Yeah. Number two. Number two. It develops a team mindset. It does. And I was going to say this at point one and I kept my mouth Try shut. To skip forward. I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> so when I, Josh and I have turned this into more of a competition in a good way. Right. Like how, how am I going to be a better spouse for him than he is for me? Yeah. And so I am constantly feeling like, because Josh works part-time at our church, his full-time job is this, like our podcast and our marriage coaching and things like that. And then being at home, he does, you know, all the cooking and the majority of the cleaning and all of these things. So I always feel like I don't do enough because I work full-time and he's amazing about it. He's like, babe, your job is your job, you know? So, but I still come home and I'm not going to be sitting on the couch with my feet up while he walks around, he's vacuuming and doing all of these things. I, I need to do something. So what I started to do, because he is so good about getting everything done is look around and be like, what are things that need to be done that I don't mind doing that, uh, <laughs> he doesn't get to a lot, like filling the Q-tip holder, F filling the Q-tip holder, we have a little holder. It's a toothpick holder, but I use it for Q-tips in our bathroom yep. and, uh, it gets low and he actually uses way more Q-tips than I use. He uses Q-tips every day and it gets low a lot and I'm they were, I'm weird about it. You are, but he doesn't fill it. He doesn't fill it. So then it'd be just empty sitting there and I'm like, I'll just fill the Q-tip holder, you know? And then he takes the kitchen trash out all the time. So I figured if I'm going around the bathrooms, I'm in the bathroom more than he's in the bathroom, you know, cause you're a girl and it takes you longer to get ready and blah, blah, blah. So I can, you know, tie up the garbage and, you know, get another Kroger bag to stick into it and then put it out next to the kitchen garbage how else would you or on top of it or on top, which he's, he's voiced. Like you do not do that How because else would you it fills, dry your ears. You, you fill up 
the kitchen garbage. So then I try, I sit it next to it. Sometimes I do walk it out to the garage. It's things like that. Like the laundry. I'm more particular about the laundry than he is about the laundry. You so, are very particular about laundry. You are very particular about laundry. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, very. and then I usually, uh, like the edging, he's not really good at edging. So not that I do it every week. I edging don't. is not an outdoor term, people, just so everybody's clear. Edging means vacuuming the edges of the wall in the crevice in the corner. It's from my previous life, okay, at the Ember. <laughs> so like the edging, and that's what a lot of things get missed, right, is the little details because that's what t- it's spring cleaning. You know, it's not like everyday cleaning that you do every day. You're not going to go around edge your baseboards and things like that on a daily basis. So I viewed it as... A team mindset. Like Josh does this, 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 and this. And he is honest with me by saying, no, you have the full-time job. That's your job. But there's still a few things around the house that I can pick up and help and do this. I still live here. Like I still can make sure my clothes get in the hamper and things like that. So, Yeah, I think we we are a team. We are a team. And it's never about the compromise isn't about me getting my way. Now, I need everybody to understand sometimes it's about me getting my way or her, her getting her way, but not in a malicious sense. Okay. There's times that Christy's like during Christmas, she's like, I hate tinsel on a Christmas tree. I hate it. It's the ugliest thing that's ever been created for a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and all of our children love tinsel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we came to a compromise. They do. Christy's favorite holiday by far, if you know her is Christmas. Okay. But she still is willing to compromise. Right. So she hates it. I hate it without it. And so we compromise for every other year in the last few years that whether she knows it or not, which I'm sure she does, I've chosen to not do it because I think she needs some wins. Like, and I'm fine with that. Like she needs like Christmas is her thing. Right. And I don't have to have tinsel. None of the kids ask me, like, it's your year, put the tinsel on the tree. But they don't understand. Like I want her happy. Like tinsel is not the problem. Right. It's the compromise. And I want to compromise. I want her to have what she wants. And I want her to win. And so that's the difference in a marriage of compromise. I really want her to win more often than I win. I actually want that. I love that she gets to have better wins than me. She's over here before the show even started. And she's like, this new dog of ours is going to love you more. She's going to love you more. No, I have her more often. And I told her at night, you need to just be the one that plays with her and like, hangs out with her and takes her out to go potty and like just you need to bond with her you know i want christy to win i don't want to win in that situation like i don't and i think it's important because that's a team mindset because if christy wins i win we win and the same thing she feels if i win okay oh man here we go it's about to drop okay so recently okay so all right tmi but i I am very particular about my boxers that I wear. Okay? Oh my gosh. No, it's not gross or weird or perverted, okay? No. It's the seriousness, right? So I'm very particular, right? And so I am due for some new ones. And so Christy always orders me really nice ones, very nice, overly nice ones. And so I did some research, whatever, and I was just telling her, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm really due. What does she do? She just goes on and she just orders them for me. She just goes and she does it. Why? Because she wants me to have wins, And that to me is a compromise. Like we're compromising ourselves. We're saying, hey, I want to go the extra mile for my spouse. I want to choose that that for them. Tracy says, hello, my husband and I compromise with my seat mattress topper. (laughs) Too soft for him. So six months with it on and then six months (gasps) with it off. See, that's awesome. No, I love that. 
And I think that's so important that we do I things do like that. I do love that. You have to do that. Like, we have Seely, to be. Seely, Seely. yeah. Yeah. We have to be willing to do those things. Like, I want Christy to win. I want her to win. That's you know? awesome. She's, you know, talks about things she does at work all the time. And I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, yeah, that's awesome. You are great at your job. You are good at your job. And you, she needs to know that she's good at her job. And I don't need her to come home every day and tell me all the nice things that I've done. If I want to know if I did something well, I'll ask her. Right? We do that. Mm-hmm. We've done that. And so we have to be willing to compromise and treat each other like a team. Right? It's a mindset. And there is times like where we aren't acting like a team. And usually it's me that calls it out. And because Josh is better at understanding that it's probably just a season that we're in. And he's very, very patient. And he usually doesn't say anything. He usually just tries a little bit harder, is a little bit nicer. And I'm sure there's been lots of times where he just has waited it out. Excuse me. And he, and we get right back on track. I, on the other hand, I'm a much more impatient person than him. And I usually am counting down the days. And it's usually about the two week mark where I am like, we are not acting as a team. And it has been two weeks. And I've been waiting for you to say something and you haven't said anything. And I need to have a conversation about this. And he is like, yes, you know, I've noticed and we have, but that's just the times that I notice. So I'm sure there's lots of times that I don't notice. It's not, I don't always notice everything. And he just tries a little harder, does little things and then just waits it out. That's still compromising. Like Josh accepts me for me. That's compromising on a team. He usually can probably start seeing when I start noticing, don't say nothing. And then he's like, okay, it's going to be about two weeks. She's going to say something and I'm going to be prepared for a conversation in your head. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And we've never talked about that. Here comes the boom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm used to it, but I also think like compromise as a team is also trying not to be deceitful with each other either and misleading on things with each other to be able to get what I want. And I think that's a bad non-team mindset. He's so, a salesperson. He used to so, try to sell me on a lot Yeah, of stuff. and I probably still do to a certain degree. You know, I'm not <laughs> saying that I don't. Like, I don't, but so is she, right? I mean, how do you think we ended up with this dog that we have now, right? I had COVID She's last, like, like, September or something. I don't even remember September, October. I had seen, And then I saw a sad commercial while I was quarantined in my room, and I sent her a message of, I like, 5% am thinking that I want another dog. Well... We got a dog, okay? And that's just part of how it works, right? So we're not... Yeah. It's important, though, that we're not trying to deceive each other within our marriage to get what we want because that's the lack of compromise. That's saying, "Mm, I'm just going to go do this anyway or I'm going to throw something at him this way so it kind of takes him off the scent and I'm going to be able to do what I want. Ultimately, that's not fair because we don't want that being done to us either in our marriage, which is a lack of team. So it's really important that we keep a team mindset. I want to be honest though. So part of what helps keep Josh and I accountable is we're extremely transparent. And even like on the show, we talk about my boxers. We talk about things, but I really do think we as humans, that's why there's bosses at work and things like that. Because no matter how great of a person we are, how good of character we are, we do have blind spots, right? So I do think as a couple, it's important to, um, have things that help keep you and your spouse on track, like a podcast or a book, or, I mean, and it's not, it's things that you do regularly to keep 
open conversation and communication about things and make sure that it stays balanced. Cause it is really easy if you are in a relationship like Josh and I, and I said at the beginning, like I said at the beginning, Josh and I both are extremely opinionated, extremely stubborn people, but we try to both hone that to where it benefits our relationship and not adds to it. If there is a relationship where there are some where the one person is overbearing, they are stubborn and opinionated. And the other person is more of like a meek, not as like more easygoing, go with the flow, like whatever. No fighting is worth it ever. So their voice is never heard. It's important to have a mentor couple or to uh, go to couples therapy, you know, marriage therapy, or Mm -hmm. listen to podcasts or read books to keep both of you guys balanced and focused on that you're a team. Because it really can get lost up. I mean, just like anything else in life, right? You can really get busy. Like Josh and I, since we've had this dog the last four weeks, we haven't really been a team. Not on purpose. We haven't been fighting or anything. Yeah. But it's been more like survival mode. It's definitely survival mode. So this dog, we don't sleep. And she's constant. I've never had a puppy be like, like this. this. It's it's crazy. And so we, since the moment we've gotten her, we got her. I had COVID. My back has been out. You know, all of these things. And we've just been like not getting any sleep. The dog, the dog, the dog, your turn of the dog, the dog, the dog. And so it's during these times, it's important if you are in a team, when you are going through a different season of life or something that's taking up a lot of your time, you're super busy. It's important to sit back down and like reconnect. Like last night we sat down and we were talking, honestly, like we have got to figure out a way to get back on track here because we are just like going through the motions. This dog has like flipped our whole life upside down. It's an embarrass. It's embarrassing to even say that out loud. Cause I'm sure a lot of people that are listening are like, it's a puppy. You have never had this puppy. Like I've never had a puppy like this. So, um, it's important because you you can't keep yourself in check. You, your relationship, you are one after you get married, you guys can't stay balanced all by yourself. You just can't. It's no, and I want to talk about what Tracy said. So Tracy, you're talking about something that really affected us personally and our relationship early on. Mm. And we had to grind through it. We had to take some on the chin, each of us, to be honest and open and not be deceitful, to just do what we wanted on the side with our own children. Like, we get that. Like, hardcore, we get that. I know there was a season that we did not financially have the money for my son to play hockey, but I wanted my son to play hockey. And instead of Christy, you see Christy's face. If you're listening, you don't get to see it. There's an angry face. And that's exactly right. And we had deep talks about it, but she's like, Okay, if this is what you want, they I'm not happy. The I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to compromise about it. Yeah. But what we didn't do is get a divorce. We, we, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> not another one. <laughs> so, so, but my I mean, point is, is that you know we just took it like a champ. Like it's not nobody wants to have those hard conversations, right? it's easy for us to tell our kids one thing and then tell our spouse something else, right? It's easy to do that and then hope and pray that they don't talk. But that's not the way that's going to cause a closer bond in your marriage. True compromise is like, I'm not playing that game. I just can't play that game. Like, And ultimately, it works out for the better, of course. It always does. But it's really hard in the beginning. Wow. It was. 
So I told her since she just said like Christy and I just talked about this a little bit ago. I did tell her that um re- the most recent one that I could think of that caused a r- ruffle was the Life 360 thing. Yeah. I yeah, said, you know, two or three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I told her, but I'm like, you know, Josh came home. It's his dad. He said something. Josh made a decision. This Josh made a decision. And uh, then I come home and I get told about the decision, which that is even no matter how long you've been together and how, how much you've been there with the kids growing up and stuff, it doesn't ever feel good to have to come home or come back from work trip or whatever and have your spouse tell you about a decision that they made. It's not about going to dinner. It's about a, an infinite decision that could potentially cause a ripple. So then we had to talk about it and say, you know, we should have talked about this first and all of these things. And then he was like, no, you're right. I wasn't even thinking I, we should have. And so, and that just happened just a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was a much bigger deal than what I gave any credit towards yeah. it too. And so I'm not saying that we have to consult each other with every little decision, no. not saying that, but to be honest and be, to come to her defense about it, we had talks pre- previously because the kids were kind of talking about not wanting to be tracked and all these things. And so we've already kind of had, you know, a real high level conversation about it. Nothing real meaty and deep about it. But when my son came to me and says, Hey dad, you know, I want to have a conversation with you about this. You know, I'm, you know, I'm trustworthy. You know that I am. I really, you know, I don't want to be, a, I just, and not thinking in the moment, instead of saying to myself, wait a minute, is this a conversation that Christy and I should have first? I didn't do that. And that was a wrong move on my behalf because it mattered because the decision that was made didn't affect just Josh and me. And it affected the whole family as a unit because now she was like, well, now Garrett's going to want to be off of it, which he did. And so, and he was, you know, under, he was not even 18 yet. He was still in high school and it was this whole thing. Right. So well, and we, we did, we broke a cardinal rule of our family that we said that as parents that we said that we would never do. We asked little Josh then to please not. And they're like best friends. Him yeah, we did. We asked little Josh, please don't say anything to Garrett. To be a liar. To be a liar. Because we don't want him to know. <laughs> and that was wrong because I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with Garrett. But it came around anyway. And it came around anyway. Yeah, came because around Josh and him are like mm-hmm. best friends and Josh told him they didn't want me to tell you. <laughs> so then Garrett comes to me and is like, you told Josh not to tell me. Which then causes distrust between Garrett and me and Garrett and him. Yeah. And, and it's like, and we said that we would never do that. And we have told the kids growing up because our exes are toxic. And would tell them things all the time and tell them not to tell us. And we would say, if a parent looks at you and tells you, do not say anything. Like Life 316. That usually means they shouldn't be doing it or yeah. you shouldn't be doing it yeah. or things like that. That was bad. Yeah. So that we handled that whole situation wrong. Yeah, it was. And it came back to bite us. It did. It did. But we still track that booger, okay? Because he's on, we have iPhones and we can track everybody. So we got you anyway. (laughs) Let's move on to number three. Number three, power of compromise. I think the whole point and purpose of it, and and I think the underlining point is, is you need to help create a win-win. Yeah. What what Josh was saying earlier, like, I want Christy to win. I want Christy to have wins. And it's so funny that he, like, he and I use this terminology a lot. And and I don't want it to get misconstrued. Because one of my favorite quotes that I came up with myself, for myself, was, if you are constantly keeping track of score, 
then you're actually on opposing teams because you don't, if you're on the same team, you're not keeping track of wins and losses because if you, you win together or you lose together Mm -hmm. and if you make it healthy competition though, in your relationship for, I want him to win more often than me. And don't get me wrong. Okay. A lot of the times I'm like, I want to win. I'm the girl. I should win. So, so let's not get it twisted. Let's not pretend that I'm always like, oh yes, Josh, win. want her tiara to fall off. <laughs> so, but I still, I don't ever want it to come at the expense of Josh. I don't ever want it to come at the expense of him being unhappy. Me losing. Right. I like happy, unhappy, whatever, but yes, losing. Sure. And so every year, yeah, it's, it sucks because this past Christmas, I did want to just go out and get him tinsel. And then of course... Every time we were at the store, we're going around all these other things. And then we get home and I would be like, oh, man, we didn't grab any tinsel. And he'd be like, oh, no, we didn't. We'll do it next time. And then we'd be out somewhere. And I don't randomly think of tinsel. I don't like tinsel, you know. So I would be telling him like, hey, we need to remember to get your tinsel when we go out. And then we wouldn't. And I didn't do it on purpose. Like, if it's his year to put the you tinsel. You want me to have tinsel so you don't feel bad the years that you don't because that's fair yeah, i know and that's a good thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing. yeah that's i mean that's that's what a we win-win talk- yes that's what we talked about that's what you know every other year is supposed to be your tinsel year gag me with the spoon but it looks awesome and the reason why is awesome. because the christmas story if you guys watch that movie okay look it's either that or national lampoon's christmas oh you mean like all christmas movies they have tinsel no One of them movies, it shows the tree and it is like glitter threw up on it. And I like glitter. I do like glitter. Okay. I just don't like tinsel. Okay. So, but that's digging her heels in tinsel people. Anyway, no, I do want him to have his tinsel ears. But but the whole point of it is we want to avoid the whole one way or the other. Yeah. It isn't a one way or the other. If Christy decides that she wants to go out to dinner to some, I don't know, let's say she wants to go to a steakhouse, you know? And then the next time around, I say that I want to go to some, I wanted to go someplace different. She's going to be like, maybe I want steak tonight, but we went and got steak last time. Right. So I want to compromise so we both can win. And there is a win-win. We have to try and find some type of even ground in our marriage. We have to, you have to come from a desire of wanting your spouse to win as you win. And it's just like you said, you know, we, if we both win, we both lose. And so, you know, I really do. And yes, we have a competition amongst each other. And I think that's been one of the greatest things. Do not thumbs down my tinsel, people. Okay? That's sad. I will erase your comments. That is boo on you. <laughs> boo on you. I would like to talk. I would like to address this, though, really fast. No. Oh. So I'm do glad that Tracy and Stacy both agree with my tinsel comment. So that's awesome. They both don't like tinsel either. So. Boo. I have came the farthest or had to come the farthest in our relationship when it came to this, because first off, you need to do personal growth. And a lot of people are like, well, how do you get better? Or how do you make it like that? Josh and I both, you know, he just celebrated his 13 year of sobriety. I'm getting ready to celebrate my 11 year sobriety. A lot of this stems from our healing and our sobriety and us working the 12 steps. The 12 steps, like for the program that we run at our church, Celebrate Recovery, is focused on God-centered, and it's for anybody with a hurt habit or hang-up. It's not about chemical dependency. It's about codependency. It's about gambling, porn, a chemical dependency, drugs, prescription pills, addiction to toxic relationships, Mm -hmm. anybody. 
anybody because we all, you know, have crosses to bear, you know? And so a lot of this stemmed from that. Well, I had to come the farthest when it came to this compromise and things like that, because I, you know, I, a lot of you that listen to our podcast know that I was molested and abused growing up by everyone in my life. And so I was very stubborn to say, I'm only going to do what I want to do. And so there was a time in our relationship where we all, the whole family was in the car. I'm sure the boys remember this. And we were all talking about, we usually go to dinner at Lucky's. And Lucky's. this is years ago. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to follow the story. Graydon really only likes to eat macaroni and cheese. Okay. When we go out to eat. That's literally, that's it. Yeah. That's all. So we are in the car and we have the three boys. Jordan wasn't there for some reason. And they, maybe she was, I don't know. I remember the boys because they threw the biggest fit. So we were talking about where we want to go out to dinner. And we, he wanted to go to a Mexican restaurant. And I think they, a couple of them wanted to go to Mexican. And I was saying, I wanted to go like, where do you guys want to go? Like, I'm always like, I don't like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to Cause I'm trying to make everybody happy. And Graydon said he wanted to go to Lucky's because they have macaroni and cheese there. They don't have macaroni and cheese at Mexican restaurants. So I'm like, I didn't feel like dealing with my youngest son being left out. Okay. So I'm just like, I want to go where he goes. And Josh's like, well, why don't we put it to a vote? Great. We put a lot of things to our fa- our family vote. Our dog's name is Stella. And Josh and I didn't even want it to be Stella. It was a family vote. And that was her name. We're losers. Yeah. We want it to be Sophie. But anyway. So it got to a vote. And Lucky's was not the vote. Okay. It was a different thing. And I completely started throwing a massive fit. Not, I don't, I don't yell, scream, but I was like angry. I have a lot of chewed that perforates out of me, you know? And so then him and his wisdom, we went to Lucky's, made an executive decision and said, sorry guys, we're going to Lucky's, which was unfair for, I mean, it was a family vote. It was voted on all this stuff, but that was years ago. And it's taken me a long time to not throw, dig my heels in like that and be stubborn and say, okay, like what is fair? Like we do, we can throw things to a family vote and I can lose. It's okay. And it's okay to listen to viewpoints that are different than yours, including your spouses and self growth and going through those things are what help you to do that. Cause I know a lot of you listening are like, oh, that's great. I compromise all the time. and My spouse never does. Well, that tells me that Number one, you shouldn't speak in absolutes. That's something I'm trying to work on because I'm sure your spouse does compromise sometimes. Uh, but it means that you guys need to have better communication about something. And that's why I brought up earlier, like maybe going to couples therapy or because if you feel like you're always the one that's bending, always the one that's um, and the other person's constantly getting their way or they're throwing a temper tantrum, you guys may need to have more of a different conversation. Maybe you could even start going to a celebrate recovery. Maybe you could start reading a book together, praying together. I don't know if you guys pray together or not. Josh and I are really bad about that. We need to pray together more. Mm-hmm. Um, pray for us. But that's how these things are going to come to be. It's the will of God, like reading your Bible together and things like that. But to develop a team mindset and to help create win-wins, you both really need to work on the same page about that and know how to communicate with one another and be open to honest 
feelings and yeah. not get, not play dirty, not call names, like things like that and talk it out. And it's taken us a long time to get there. It has taken us a long time. Yeah. Only because we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, <laughs> you know, we just were wandering around trying to figure this whole thing out. Boom. Oh, there's a wall. Boom. There's a wall. But what I did know, and I think Christy brings up a really valid point, is I know that I didn't want to repeat the way that my last relationship was. I know that. I cherish this woman that I'm married to right now. And I want to make sure that uh, compromise is something that I had never done before. I am not a compromiser. I don't like compromise. I am very calculated in the way that I think. I like to like to figure it all out before I make a decision. And then I'm like solid on it because I know it. And that is a bad thing because the 20, 30, 50, 80% of the time that I am wrong, it comes back to bite me. So I'm with a woman that I dearly love and I trust. And now I want to compromise for her. I want to like, I desire to compromise for her. We get into this little game, like where do we, where do we go eat, where do we eat? But it doesn't last long in our car. Like it doesn't last long. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling like? And I'm easy enough, right? Because I love her and I want, I know that she's pickier than me. She just needs a couple options. And then I know what to pick because I care about her decision. Mm -hmm. And you're right. There is relationships where people are like, that's all I do is compromise. And that's literally because there's such a lack of connection between you two and such a, yeah. yeah, and such a deeper level, you know, uh, let, you know, hopefully there's no kids around right now. I'm not going to say any bad words, right? I'm not gonna say any bad words, but I am going to say to a man, to a man's benefit, you can, you can get to him two ways and that's usually sex and food. And that's the truth. Right. And a lot of times women want to dig their heels on those and they're like, no, you do nothing for me. I'm giving you nothing you want. And I think we have to rechange the way that we are men. We don't want to sit and have all these long, gooey conversations with our spouses, right? <laughs> like, no, it's, no, you do that, though. Like, that's part of it. If that's what she cares about and that's what's going to help her feel more connected to you, trust me, your tank will get full. Those other two categories will be overflowing. It's true, though. Yeah. It, that's the power of compromise. Yes. And I do have to admit, like, I feel like I'm less girly than most girls. Like, if you know me at all at work, I deal. She has lipstick on. What are you talking about? Just listen. Okay. I deal primarily in facts. So I work with a lot of women now, and I'm not used to that. Okay. So at ATI, I worked with mainly men, and at DM, where I worked at, with mainly men. And I realized how much easier men were than women only because women like to talk about all of this stuff and how it made them feel in all of these things. And I am more like, yeah, you know, I'll get upset about that, but what's the facts? Like, what does the company policy say? What does this say? What does this say? Like we have to stick with the facts, not about how we feel kind of like voting for the president of the United States. So it's like, Okay, does this person, yes, they, I, I feel for them if their car broke down for the 75th time. Okay, but how many times have they called off? What does our handbook say? Like, it's much more blah, blah, blah. And I still will catch myself thinking so, like, women think so differently than them. Because I'll consider myself like, I'm not curly, I like facts. That's not true. It's not true. Because I want to come home and I want to be like, listen, I feel like I compromise and I have compromised at this, 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 and this. I feel like you've only compromised one time at this because we know in our brains. And then I want to have a conversation about why I should have to compromise this time when I have compromised three times and he's only compromised one time. That's still facts. But I will want to have a long conversation about it where a man will just be like, you're right. Just do it your way. It's like, wait a second. I want to talk about it. Like, how did we get here? 
you know? And we want to know how we got here so we don't get here again. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's true. That's the difference between men and women. But the thing is that most guys don't understand that you, you fight that fight enough, you don't have to fight it again. Yeah. Like you stop having to fight that, but that's the point of compromise is understanding your spouse and understanding their desires and what they want and how they want it. And if you make sure that they're fulfilled in those ways in a healthy way, you know, it all comes back. Everyone ends up winning. And I know compromise is something that most people feel like they get cheated on. They mm -hmm. really do, but it's always, always, always something deeper is the reason why compromise isn't working. There is so much power in compromise. There's so much value in compromise. I, we said it in the beginning, I'll say it again, a big part of our relationship is based off of compromise. You know, A when huge you, compromise that Josh has done. I'm sorry. Nope. Are you going to lose your train I don't, of thought? I'm going to compromise and let you have it. A huge compromise that Josh <sighs> has done, and it's probably small to him, but it's actually huge for me, is I come home from work typically. Tonight I got home late, so it's like I had to scarf food down and we were in here. But typically I come home from work. I call him on my way home to, from work and I'm just boop, 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 boop. typically I walk in the door, set my stuff down. He's in the kitchen making dinner usually. And I sit myself down right on the, one of the bar stools and I'm just boop, 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 for like an hour until dinner's done. And I literally like word vomit all over him about my day. And he actually listens, you know, and he'll throw in a word here and there when I let him. And then at the end, when I'm all done, I'm like, and it's still been 11 years, right? I'm like, oh yeah, how's your day? You know, and I still like don't think to ask him, which is bad. Until I'm completely done like word vomiting about my day, like all over him. And he's never complained. He's mm -hmm. never said a word. He knows I will ask eventually. And then he'll tell me. And then sometimes I forget to ask because I've had a really bad day and he'll be like, so my day. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I didn't even ask type of thing, but he's always let me just ramble and talk and tell him long drawn out stories of my days. And I so appreciate it because he listens to me. I do. I want to know. I like to know these things. I like to know where you're at. I was and just telling my boss that today. Like, I just need to be listened to. And she's my person at work. And yeah. I need to you do need that. We all need that. Yeah. You know, you're that for me too, just at different times. Like when you're right home from work and when you're at home, when you first get home and before dinner's ready, like that's your thing. And sometimes you've had a rough day and you're just like, when you're done puking it out, you go change your clothes and you're like, I'm done. I'm watching TV. And that's fine. Like, I don't care. You know, I don't get bitter about that stuff. I don't. And I think it's important that we understand that's part of the compromise, though. Because yeah. sometimes you will inquire about something I did that day, and it makes me feel good. Because that's not like you to do that. Right? And that's okay. Like, I'm all right with that. And I, have, I think that's I have work to do, people. That's, that's the power of compromise, though. And we yeah. have to understand, first off, it starts with the will of God. That's the first thing, right? We have to understand that the will of God is for us to have compromise in our relationships, he's developed us that way. Uh, team mindset. We have to have a team mindset when it comes to uh, compromise in our relationship. If I win and she loses, we both, we both lose. That's how that works. And then we have to create a win-win. It's not about her winning, me winning. It's none of that. If she wins and I'm not, and we can't do that. It's a win-win a for both of us. And we have to make sure that we are looking at the totality of our relationships. Think like about all of these conversations and all the things that you guys work out as your playbook. Boom. For your team. John Madden. Yep.
there you like, go. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We hope you found some value in this. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, please hit the share button. We would really super awesome. Appreciate it. And if you want to go back to listen to the first 14 minutes of last week's, because (laughs) last week's first 14 minutes is a funny story about a raccoon that we had to catch and release into the wild. It was actually good. And we had, I think we even had pictures on that episode. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want a good laugh, go back and uh, watch the last episode, just the first 14 minutes. And after that, you can turn it off. That'll be fine. Cause it's actually pretty funny. So I want to thank everybody for being here. We'll see you guys next. Oh, Hey, if you haven't, if you're on here right now, we were talking about maybe changing our podcast name back, maybe, to the Couple on Fire podcast. We're actually thinking Did you about show that. that. Makes us seem kind of wishy washy. We are wishy washy. We like what we like, though, and we shouldn't be afraid to do what we want. It's our podcast. We can do what I we love want. So, if so, if you want, if you think that we should change it, give us a thumbs up. If you think we should leave it, give us a thumbs down. <laughs> no thumbs down. Yeah, because we don't want the. We can do a thumbs down in the comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not I'm like, there isn't a thumbs down. Mm-mm, there's not. There's an angry face, I think. Or something. Oh, angry. Yeah, angry an- could be angry it. Face. See, I love the perfectly blended. Uh, yeah. See? Yeah. yeah that's it's good. simple, too. I know. We were the couple on fire for a long time, and we liked that. So, anyway. Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, well, no. that's at least a couple of votes. Yeah, no, no. We got to talk about it more. We, we have to have talk about it. We're not going to just change it right now. Yeah, she goes, I love. We have to have more conversations. We are. Now. This is just initial. We're just asking, okay? People that are on here right now, we're just asking. Okay, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you guys next Tuesday at 7. Tell us if you want us to talk about something, too. <laughs> not right now. Right. Just in general. All right, we're leaving. Okay. Bye. Bye.